0: Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Wright for Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Great to be here.
1: Oh, pleasure to have you. Thank you for spending some time with us on Business Ninjas. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and about Mozart Data.
0: Sure. So as you mentioned in the introduction, I'm the co-founder of Mozart Data, which I founded with my good friend, Dan Silberman. Um, We've been uh, a business for a little over three years. We got started right at the time of the pandemic. Um, Dan and I are both sort of data folks by trade. um, And we thought a natural combination of our skills would look like Mozart data, which is data infrastructure and a data platform as a service.
1: Excellent. And and get into a little bit of the details of what sort
0: of services you guys provide. Sure. So at the highest level, we do almost everything that a data engineering team would do at your company. So what that means explicitly is we do ETL. So we manage data moving from its sources to a data warehouse. We manage that data warehouse under the hood for us, that Snowflake. Um, and we give a layer for you to do transformation so that you can use it downstream in whatever BI tool you want. So ultimately, getting the data ready to you know find insights in it um we've done all of that work at scale for you so that you don't need a data engineer you just need folks that are really savvy about manipulating that data excellent and and what sort of verticals are you servicing at this point so we really do cut across a lot of industries sort of it ranges from like a lot of sort of small tech businesses, startups, um, all the way to like a cattle feed company in Kansas City. So um, it really is a wide swath. But what those companies have in common is that they're at the same point of their data journey. So they're at a place where they're collecting data and they know that they want something from that data. And sort of we help sort of fill the middle, which is how do you get that data to a state that you can really take advantage of it?
1: I assume that the pandemic has sort of played into your hands, in that as people go more and more remote, and there are more locations and more legacy systems that have to be connected, people need your services. Tell tell me about uh, starting a business right around the beginning of a pandemic and
0: your ability to grow through it. Sure. So, uh, fun fact: um, Dan and I uh, are located about seven miles from each other. Dan lives in Oakland. I live in San Francisco. But actually, the whole first year of the company, Dan and I didn't see each other once in person, at least. So, um, starting a company um, sort of on Zoom is quite a challenge um, that we overcame. And that became sort of um, one of our sort of core philosophies around remote first. So, you know, today we're not exclusively in the Bay Area, we have employees all across the country, and uh, we've sort of had to learn how to work in a remote first kind of way that sort of speaks to our own internal culture as it relates to operating in the context of a pandemic uh, a lot of companies are sort of transitioning from sort of older methods of doing things and that includes their uh data strategy So we sort of took advantage of like sort of two tailwinds, the first being just data overall. So an explosion of data tools and data Mm -hmm. capabilities um, that largely centered around the data warehouse and the powers of Snowflake and the other popular columnar databases. And uh, we took advantage of kind of that tailwind, in addition to the changing sort of nature of work that happened around 2020 when we got when we founded uh, Mozart Data, so we sort of were riding two really nice uh, waves. Um, but then, of course, you know, you face sort of the the new challenges of the economy. So uh, everything good, you know, sort of comes to an end. Everything bad also comes to an end. And we're sort of um, trying to face all the challenges and and try to be sort of act independent of what's going on externally. There you go. And and, and what are the
1: common problems that you're solving for your clients at this point?
0: So. A lot of the challenges of working with data really effectively are just getting started. So typically what we do is um, we are a uh, lightning fast way to get started um, with basically world class data infrastructure that will scale to you um, if you became, say, the biggest company in the world. So. Um, So I think a lot of our challenges is, is how do you make the friction of getting started, whether that's like going to a gym or whether that's, uh, you know, whatever the thing that is the hard thing for you to do or take a first step in terms of doing. Um, In this case, it's data infrastructure. We are exceptional at uh, getting, you know, great tooling in place for you such that you can use this data at a small scale or at a giant scale. But then on top of it, we really like to give sort of, All of our customers are push in the back. So you can onboard with Mozart without talking to anybody. It's completely self-service. There's a free tier. So that's really exceptional if you want to get started with very low risk. Um, But the real thing that we do that we're proud of and that we win awards for is our support, which typically means getting you started with the basics of your data model. You understand your business. You understand the nuances of the business, the definitions of the business. Um, but we can help you with a bunch of folks that are really great experts at SQL or cleaning data and getting you know seeing the types of problems that companies solve often. So just a, a long way of answering your question: What are the things that people? Well, they plot things like their customers, their revenue. They they plot their retention. They plot the activities people are taking within uh, their tools. So it's a lot of basic questions that they start to slice and dice in non-intuitive ways. And that's kind of how, and that's, I think that's how people get a lot of value from their data, asking a lot of ad hoc questions of it.
1: That makes total sense. And, and what makes you stand out from your competition in
0: this space? So, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of times there's a little bit of ambiguity about what the competition is, because when people talk about data platforms, um, Somebody says, "Oh my gosh, that sounds exactly like blank um where you know, to me, like they're just completely a, a very different tool with a very different approach. So a lot of these tools sound very similar. Um our most direct competitors uh, are are other all in one platforms that deliver a similar experience. We try to you know differentiate on uh, I mentioned our service, but also the user. Uh, Experience So the, the ability for the user to spin this up incredibly quickly. Um, also sort of uh, another way of putting together a stack similar to Mozart would be to put together the individual components of Mozart, buying an ETL service, uh, buying a data warehouse, um, setting up a bunch of transformations, all um, within your team, um, the reality is that that tends to be um, an expensive endeavor, and it also tends to be one that takes time. And we tend to save teams a lot of money and time, um, and sort of shortcutting them to a much more later stage setup um, without kind of needing an expert team to do that. Excellent. And and what sort of companies
1: do you work best with?
0: So, uh, you know, our ICP today is, tends to be sort of uh, a tech forward type company. So cloud native, um, data centric, very, very sort of thoughtful about growth. Um, but in reality, we serve uh, a variety of legacy businesses. We serve a variety of very nascent startups, um, it really spans uh, the gamut because we see ourselves as offering a best in class solution for um, end-to-end data pipelines. So if you're somebody that's got multiple data sources, meaning a database and a SaaS tool like a Salesforce or a different CRM, or you use multiple ads platforms, that's that's something where that data needs to get out of those ad platforms and into a central warehouse so that you can analyze that Uh, data all in one central place, Um, we help you do that.
1: Hey, digital transformation is a buzzword, and there are a lot of companies that as they scale and grow, there are so many different platforms and and legacy systems going on and siloed information at every location. So I I assume you guys are quite busy
0: at the moment uh, cleaning up a lot of messes. Yeah, so unfortunately, a lot of um, the reality of data work is that it's messy plumbing. So sometimes there's magic, and you can click a button and then you know beautiful charts and insights appear. Um, in practice, that almost never happens. Yeah. So in reality, um, what you find is that data has been uh, siloed, the naming conventions have been non-standard, um the ability to join across data sets is um is difficult. Um, The ability to extract data from a certain source and in a programmatic way is challenging. So all of those sort of realities we face, we do uh, connect to um, over 500 sources. So we're able to sort of connect to um, very many sources programmatically so so that you can just by entering credentials, get your data into a central place in this case, uh, a snowflake warehouse.
1: Excellent, excellent. Hey, it's not
0: easy to level the playing field, but somebody's got to do it, right? Yeah, I think it's also a great opportunity. So Dan and I saw late stage companies take a lot of advantage out of the ability to gather and synthesize and then consume that data. And, um, you know, we think of this as creating tremendous opportunities, uh, tremendous value at those companies, at those late stage companies, the same value should be afforded to earlier stage companies. Absolutely. Well,
1: one would think that if you lay out the plumbing neatly for an early stage company, that things are
0: much easier down the road than the other way around. Yeah. We want your expertise to be in the business itself, not the ability to move the data on behalf sure. of that business. Right. Sure. So that's a solved problem. And uh, we think we're great at solving that problem, but um. But I think that, you know, the real way that teams compete is that they develop a unique skill and expertise. um, And typically that's within their own sort of uh, business. And then we sort of add an expertise of sort of data pipelines.
1: Excellent. All right. Switch gears a little. Tell me what role content has played
0: in the growth of Mozart data. Well, absolutely. The way that um, B2B tools are sold today is to add value to the customer before getting money from the customer.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Now, sometimes that's in the form of a free trial, which we offer a free product, a premium product, which we also offer. Um, But um, more accurately, you can't just like stick the, like a sticker that says free on something and people really just believe you. Um, You have to have a demonstrated expertise and value add um, uh, in their world. And then they're sort of more open to learning about the other ways in which you can add value. So it used to be that you could, uh, you know, in, in many past B2B jobs, the only challenge was, you know, how many cold emails could you send? Or, uh, how could you be on top of, you know, this kind of social platform or how could you, and that's not really what, um, uh, marketing is today. So today it's about, um, adding value and then the customer reciprocating that value and getting more value and then you splitting and sharing in that value. So a lot of times like content, yes, it's there to get, a, you know, attract attention. It's also there to, um, raise you up the, you know, the SE in your SEO game. Um, but, that's not really how to how like, uh, you know, a a third grader would think about it, a third grader would think about it as effectively an act of reciprocity, you are demonstrating an expertise and sharing that expertise uh, with the community and the community then becomes intrigued about the other ways in which you can add value. So the sort of game of just sort of cold spamming. um, I I think it's great for, you know, it's sort of as a B2B SaaS business owner, it makes it challenging, right? So if you could just sort of learn that, you know, specific technique, then you would be off to the races. It's great that the world has sort of evolved to a place where um, by adding value first, you're able to capture value later. And I sort of like that model as a consumer and now sort of as a business practitioner. Well, hey, the perspective
1: as a consumer always informs how you want to sell to other people, right? You you know how you like to be treated and not treated as a consumer or a potential customer of a, of a business. All right. Uh, look in your crystal ball. One year from today, what would you like to be celebrating personally and professionally?
0: Well, so um, one month-ish from today, um, I'll be getting married. Ah. So uh, So sort of at the center of at the center of my world uh beyond mozart is um is sort of getting down the aisle so uh if if sort of uh the stars align there you know i'll be nearly celebrating my one uh, one year anniversary so uh hopefully a, a paper anniversary is sort of uh the personal celebration on the professional side um you know our goal is is sort of um sort of the way that we explicitly think about it is get people on the platform, get them using the platform, keep them on the platform. So, you know, I think first, you know, rather than say something about top line or say something about customer count, I think really about um, accelerating the ability to do each of those th- three things. Um, you know, I'm sort of a little bit distracted with the first bucket, which is get them, you know, using the platform and expand um, the the number of folks that can use the platform. And of course, like everybody else, I'm sort of, uh uh, distracted by the soccer ball of of AI and um, I think AI is going to play a really interesting role in the data space. So mm-hmm. what a company like Mozart does and what many other you know data uh, companies have done is is really obsolete a lot of the rote mundane tasks that a data engineer does sure. um, but it still sort of leaves a whole, and a challenge to go get a really great data analyst to do that work. So you, historically you've needed a data analyst and a data engineer, one to get the data in the right shape, and then one to cut and slice that data and, and derive insights from it and, and sure. both you know, communicate those insights and, and, and tease them out. Um, we've you know, been a part of the movement to obsolete, again, the mundane parts of the data engineering job and I'm very proud of our work there but that has only raised the value of the the data analyst or the data Mm -hmm. scientist. And what I'm hoping that AI will bring is also obsolete some of the mundane parts of the data analyst job Um, or, you know, and then again, raise the value of the unique skills that they bring to the problem, not the like very basics of, you know, writing SQL or, you know, summing, counting, averaging, whatever it is. Excellent.
1: Well, please tell us what URL you're using, where people can find Mozart data and what social media outlets they can find you on as well.
0: Sure. So uh, you can find us at MozartData.com. So um, just like the conductor. Uh, M-O-Z-A-R-T. So mozartdata.com. And, uh, you know, we like to do data orchestration. You can find us on, of course, LinkedIn, our professional page, and you can find us on uh, Facebook and Twitter as well. Um, We share a lot of content via our socials and a lot of sort of company updates and just general things that are happening in the data world, if that's something of interest. Excellent.
1: Peter Fishman of Mozart Data, thank you for spending some time with us on Business Ninjas today. I wish you and yours and Mozart Data all the best in the future.
0: Andrew, thanks again for having me.
1: Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout.
0: Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.